Welcome back, everybody. I brought Heidi with me today to keep me on track today to make sure I don't get out of sorts. But, spoiler alert, he's probably going to get out of sorts. <laughs> and I don't know how you think I'm going to stop you, but I'm here. Well, you're here to But help you're going to get out of sorts because this is incredibly serious and it needs yeah. to be taken seriously. Like, this is so much bigger than just... Oh, well, you know, difference of opinion. No, this is biblical doctrine. And if I say something that's not clear, please just ask me to clarify myself, because I think you can speak for the rest of the listening people um, if, if I say something in, that needs clarification. So, I, I hate to do this podcast. I really, this has been bugging me for literally two months. It started two months ago. And it, I mean, it, it started a little bit before then, but it started two months ago with one video that Alan Parr made and we did a podcast on that. So if you haven't listened to that, please go back and listen to that. And, and you have tried, you've reached out, you've yes. gone back, you've recorded things, we've deleted them. Like just like, no, we'll wait, you know, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, I've debated. Literally this has consumed so much. I mean, of your serious like attention and prayer and just discussion and you know, of all of the things. Here's why I am so bothered by this, and I want everybody to understand this right at the beginning, is that I genuinely love Alan Parr as a brother. I have benefited from his ministry tremendously. Alan Parr was one of the first people that I came across when I got into ministry, when we opened up, you know, decided to do ministry. And he was one of the first ones that I had come across. And I enjoyed his content. I did. He had a lot of good stuff when he um, first started out. Um, so that's what makes this so hard for me to do is because I do genuinely care about the guy. And to see somebody that you genuinely care about heading down the road to apostasy, like it's it's scary. It's not. It's not something that's, um, you know, fun to watch. And I pray, this is a prayer for him and his family as well. It's a prayer for him that he would see his error, he would repent, and, and we could move forward because he is in serious error recently. Um, and you don't want to see someone no longer standing firmly in truth, right? No. And it's not your truth, right? You don't have a monopoly on truth. It, it's biblical truth. Yeah. It's taking scripture and cross-examining it to make sure that it, scripture is interpreting scripture and we are not wavering to that, to what's popular in our Christian culture. Yeah, exactly. And so I guess one more before I get into it of, of saying that, listen, I understand this is how Alan provides for his family. So that's what makes this really uh, deep for me too is because we both are in ministry. This is both what we do full-time he has a much larger platform. I mean, this is, but that's what he does. He, he is a Christian and influencer and teaches people how to do that. And he runs a company by doing so. Now, now there's nothing, I'm saying that there's nothing wrong with that if you're doing it solidly. But having that information here recently, there's, there's concerns that are arising out of that. But, um, you know, fine. If you want to grow your platform and whatever, that's, that's your prerogative and, you know, I, I agree with that. And it's hard. And I think that he has expressed concerns as well before that it's difficult doing this. It's difficult throwing the stuff out there. It's difficult creating this content. It's, you know, and getting people to, to learn, 
to grow, you know, um, you know, and, and, and then having to deal with all of the flack that comes with it on the other side. So like all of these things together, I like, I really have, uh, you know, a connection in that way too, Alan. So that's what makes this just me so angry about this. And it's just been eating at me for months ever since this false teacher video. See, so getting into it now, my issue, and if this comes across Alan's ear, I don't know if it will or not. He's, he stopped listening to me on every other thing that I've, we've talked on. So Because, again, you have tried reaching out. You have and tried many, contacting him. Many people have. Yes. Let me clarify that Spencer Smith, Colin Miller, and, um, I mean, I can at least count 20 different people in between emails and comments that have reached out to him. And let me be clear that these are not rude. These were ex these were all laid out how exactly I just laid out my case. Like, Alan, we love you. What is going on? What is happening? This is every single one of them was like that. And, I mean, it, you know, and, and that's what makes this so upsetting. And, and again, and the, the comments on these videos have gone crazy. I mean, there's thousands of replies in between these these videos, and every single influencer and you know Christian influencer on YouTube has got in on these comments and going back and forth. So I mean, this has kind of caused a stir a little bit in the Christian YouTube world. When you have almost a million subscribers as a as a Christian YouTuber, that's a lot. And I mean, Alan's older videos they have like you know he he straddles almost a million views. Like I mean, this is that's that's impressive that's a large platform and you know spencer smith has a large platform as well colin miller's still building his but he you know he's got he's got a a good size one and these all these people are in there going dude what are you saying what are you saying about these false teachers and and Here's the thing, and my major issue with this is we all understood his point and what he was getting at. And there were some truths to what he was getting at. But he was acting like nobody was understanding what he was trying to say. And you're like, no, we, we understood what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you even tried to clarify, like, we, we, yeah, we, we hear what you're saying. It's not that there's a misunderstanding Yeah, you're referring to here. his clarification video <laughs> yeah. that he put out after that. Because that's what, two months later, it was just recently... He's finally put out a response to all of the flack that he got from the first one, in which the first one he asked the question, are the Bible Project, Andy, Stanley, uh, Francis Chan, um, are they false teachers? And Stephen Furtick. And Stephen Furtick, thank you. And what he did is he took like the top conspiracy theory against every single one of those pastors and was like, see, this isn't enough to call him a heretic. Like the worst things that people say about these teachers he took and just so he generalized it. Yeah, he didn't dig into like the truth of any of them, how heretical Bible projects. No, he, he yeah, right. None of that. He took the one thing, the one thing, like Stephen Furtick, like with this, you know, and, and here's the example on that. With this, everybody's saying now and flipping out that he said, I am God Almighty. And no, he didn't literally mean in that in the way that he said it, he was not claiming himself to be God Almighty. So that's what Alan, you know, like refers to here is refers to that. And it's like, 
That's not the problem. Like, yeah, somebody took that, what he said out of context, I get that. But the larger problem is, is that he teaches what's known as the little God's doctrine in which that absolutely is true. That you believe that you are God almighty, not, not, not himself, but you believe that you have all the ability, all the authority, all the, that's literally what that, that teaching says and does. And that's something that does he teach that directly? Yes, he does. And if you listen across enough of his sermons, you can catch this. And that's only one of the very, very serious heretical things coming yeah, out of Elevation one. Church. Just, just one. Literally tip of the iceberg. Well, and then who did he just have on his show? <laughs> Alan Parr, this not is, Stephen Furtick. Yeah, just going back Alan to this, Parr. right? So this is like Alan Parr has just been churning out this mess. It started with the false teachers, you know, the first podcast. And it's like, okay, we get your point. I understand with some of that. But then what you continue to go in is no, absolutely not biblically true. He clarified that. That just made it even worse. The things he see, he's ignoring anybody who's trying to reason scripturally with him. He's right. ignoring that. And he's going, the only people he's responding to are, you make me feel so good. It's all the feely stuff, right? Like, oh, what mm -hmm. in your heart, I know you're doing the best. It's okay. Can't respond to anybody who's not coming, one. Who's he call, I called him out like, as a sellout. Yeah. And, and he responded and to he that. And he responded to that and angry. Then, he was mad. But then you say, okay, let's talk it's scripturally, just, and he won't talk about it. Just and clarify then, that, yeah. And then, so he's going round and round. It just, it's all so incredibly unfortunate. And then he has this, like, full-blown video come out with none other than Priscilla, Priscilla Schreier. Schreier. Yeah. And if, if you don't know what's wrong with Priscilla Schreier, there, uh, Michelle Leslie, Justin Peters, Pirate Christian, Brian Research... They There's all have plenty out they there. all have done beautiful work on that. And you know, the problem with this though, as we've just all recently discovered, is that that Alan is friends with Tony Evans, who is Priscilla Schreier's father, and Priscilla Schreier. So and this again, is not personal. So you're now standing in the line with Tony Evans and being like, What's the problem? What's yeah, the problem I, with I Tony mean, Evans? What, right really? here, I have right here I have Michelle Leslie's um, article on it and it's I mean Tony Yokes in ministry with a number of false teachers as well um, he allowed Christine Kane to serve as a keynote speaker at his church despite or I'm sorry Desperate for Jesus 2017 Tony allowed Beth Moore to speak at a Desperate for Jesus 2010 uh, the woman's uh, Priscilla Schreier and Grandmont let's see the bookstore, his bookstore carries a number of heretics and false teachers, including T.E. Jakes, Bill and Benny Johnson, Joyce Meyer, Brian Houston and Hillstong, Paul White, Paul White, Mike Bickle. I mean, not only associations does he have, but also his doctrine, his doctrine of this inclusive, you know, as long as you were a good person and, and even if you were a Buddhist and you love Jesus in your heart, you'll still make it to heaven. And he's clarified that, that, that statement since. But that's another one of those things where if you listen closely to a bunch of his sermons altogether, you hear it there. You hear it. it so it's not like even though, and, and that's how false teachers work. Like they'll say one thing and then they'll, they'll 
you know, that's completely, they'll be taken completely out of context and, and then they'll be defended for it because they're like, no, 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 that's not what I was saying. Why did you say something stupid in the first place? We as teachers have to be better than that. We have to watch our tongues. We have to be careful. James wrote a whole chapter about it. Like, we have to be careful. Why say something stupid? And then Alan coming on there defending these things he's he's on there defending that saying well you know if somebody's taken out of context you need to listen to what they're saying stop saying stupid things like i don't understand how difficult that is just like everybody like his original point with tim mackey when he says with the bible project when he's like well tim mackey doesn't say that god didn't actually create hell um, no, he, he didn't actually mean that, but that's what he said. And if you, again, it's another one of those, if you listen, it's very questionable what he's saying. Because he's, he's, he's taking truth and, and apostasy and, 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 and putting them right next to each other. So they're screaming at each other on other sides of the line is exactly what he's doing. And that's what all of these teachers do. And guess what? That's a mark of a false teacher. That's common sense. Like we wouldn't listen to anybody else in life that brought us these arguments like this. Like would that be the doctor you'd go to? Would that be the banker you'd bank with? The person you'd do business with? Right? Like in any other situation where someone would respond, where they would take absolute garbage nonsense will lead you straight to death. And then, oh, but this sounds good right here. You can find this. This is true. This is backed up by the books, right? And then you weave them so closely together that you literally, it is difficult it blurs a line. to figure out what is actually the truth and what isn't. And then you see how rich they're becoming off of it, how successful they're becoming off of it, right? Like if this were a doctor, this were a business, this were anything else, we'd call them for what they are. Right. You're a snake oil salesman. Like, what yeah. are you trying to do to me, your chief? Yeah. You know, like... And here we're talking people who are affecting your eternal souls. How much more important is this? And that's why the stuff with Alan Parr is serious. Because, again, he's got a million people watching this. Yeah. And I want to make it clear, too, that there's developments in the comments to every single one of these videos that I've discussed, I encourage, I was going to drag them all out all here on a podcast or on a video. I'm not going to do that because I think it's important that people can go and see these things for themselves without me even showing. Cause you're not trying to, cause no, that's not what I, and, and that's, and that's what I was afraid. But it's important of, and people need to realize. And it right? really is because I'm going to make some claims here that people need to go and investigate for themselves and they will find out that they are a hundred percent true. Um, is that in the comment section to all of these videos, Alan's views on these things have been fully articulated. Even if he has not made views on them, he has been, he has fully articulated his, his views in the comments because he has gotten a ton of flack from it. And he has responded to a ton. And just a few days ago, he started to respond very violently to people who were kindly 
lovingly bringing up objections to him. He was not listening. He got angry because it got personal because we we're talking about his heretical friends who he knows personally. I don't care how great of a person Priscilla Schreier is if she's a heretic. Because she seems like a sweetheart. Uh, of course, she and I'm sure she's sweet. a great I'm sure person. She's a lovely I'm sure. Being, right? But that means absolutely nothing to me if you are a heretic, if you are mishandling the word of truth. And Alan go how is she mishandling the word of truth? How? Are you kidding me? It, I do not permit a woman to teach. This that's what I love. Step I, one. I, I mean, I love the this step there needs because to be. they go. Well, you know, let's look at that first. Let's look at that in context. What is Paul really saying here? He says, "I don't permit a woman to teach." I can hear he goes, him from heaven right now screaming. It means what I said. He even clarifies Adam and Eve to to make sure we understand this is not just like talking about the head coverings of the no. women in Corinth, which we was responding to a very specific situation. But he's talking about hey, legit from like all of time, like big deal here, okay? Very simple. I'm making this very blunt, very clear. We should have no problems. Right? Right? Enter 2020. Well, enter a lot earlier than that, but you know what I mean. What does that mean? And you know, I <laughs> I can't believe I said this, but yes, yesterday I listened to make sure that I was not taking Priscilla Schreier out of context. I listened to one of her sermons, if that's what you want to call it. And... <sighs> You know what's amazing? And she's good. She's she's that almost that teacher that's taking and saying the right things. And what she'll do is she'll take the things and she'll say for about five minutes, she'll say all the right things. Oh, yeah. And you hear her clips on like Facebook and mm -hmm. stuff that everybody's always sharing around. And you're like, man, this is good. Mind you, it's a woman. She, but yeah, this is she's She stood there the other day going, one day we're going to have to stand in front of the Lord and he is coming soon and we'll have to stand face to face with Jesus. You know, so she's saying all these things and, I, you know, it's like, wow, wow. You know, like it's, yeah, yeah. You know, if anybody else is listening, they're going to look at you like an idiot for saying anything against her. She's like, what? You're going you're gonna to misrepresent her and say that she's not talking about sin? Look what she just says right here. It's like. Yeah, she does do that, and it sounds good. But then it only takes five minutes before it takes off to freaking Mars. Like, it, like not even five minutes before it all becomes. The, and you know what it happens is she lifts up the most giant, most diamond-encrusted mirror and holds it right in front of herself and makes everything about herself and teaches you how to make everything about you. And she's using these phrases, confirm your calling and election, you know, to just do these things. Yeah. You know, without, I mean, and, and take it like that's completely out of context, the way that you're teaching it. You're teaching it as some empowerment thing for, you know, for the flock that. So it was, it, it's, it's, unless you have a trained ear. You're not going to understand, and this stuff's going to sound good, and you're going to think that she's teaching solid, but she's not. And again, I, there's been plenty of teachers that have pulled her air out and have done many things on her. So, I mean, just going back to the the, the comments, um, he literally, Alan literally has deleted some comments that he made um, 
and I, I'm not making that ac accusation uh, lightly, and that's not, you know, it's not a false accusation either. It's because in a few of the threads that you'll see on one of the videos, there is some women on there who lovingly, and their, their comments are still on there, who lovingly, you know, asked him some questions and kind of called him out on some stuff, and he just responded nasty. And you see this, you just see this train after it of these people going, wow, Alan, I can't believe a brother would speak this way to another sister. Wow, I cannot, wow, 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 wow. All the, you know, there's at least 10 of these different comments. And then the one girl herself literally gets on there and says, you literally put me in tears, brother. I love you. I'm not trying to do anything. Nobody's been unkind to you. Nobody's done anything to you. And he's this is how turned, you're treating he's just me. quickly flipped. And, and this is where I'm hoping it's because he's being convicted and he knows he's I in hope. Air with this. That's my hope. My hope that that will win over because he flipped a switch real quick. He did. And he turned to all of a sudden, it. he is the victim and poor him. Look what's happening. Everybody knows the mean people on YouTube. Everybody's, I mean, literally he's left people in tears with, what you know what I mean and, and and that we've all done things that we regret we've all you know gotten embarrassed or upset and responded harshly like we've all done that and unfortunately for him he's doing it in a very like public large scale and I hope that he truly like I really hope that it, the truth will win out you know what I mean that that it will truly get to him and he will realize hey these aren't people coming to, nobody's attacking me, right? Like if you're a teacher, you have to be ready and make sure and be held accountable to be standing in truth. That is important. You need to do that, right? That's huge. And so when you just dive off the deep end, I mean, there've been a handful of things before we kind of roll our eyes and we're like, how did you get there? That is ridiculous. You know, whatever. All right. But now this is like, this isn't just some little secondary issue. This is huge. The it, instruction to the church, specifically to the teachers and elders about false teachers all throughout our, the New Testament, massive, massive. And it's because the impact that this poison can have is absolutely deadly to so many. And oh, it that's is. that's what we're seeing today. It is. And I... I, I let me just, I said that I wasn't going to read, and I'm not, I'm not going to read any of the mean ones because I'm not trying to drag him out. So this is, you know, this isn't what I'm going to do. Um, but one of the, one of the people here say, it says, Alan, we've been following your ministry, uh, ministry for a long time. Your ministry has been a blessing to me, but I didn't find it so right about your explanation about women being pastors. In one of your videos, you took neutral ground, which is unscriptural. And now seeing who you are bringing out on the platform doesn't fit in with the content you used to do earlier. Hope you don't lose track and pressure to produce content and views. And then, <clears throat> you know, uh, it's just unbelievable here reading through some of these. It's so sad. The bigger this channel has gotten, the more prideful he's become, and it will be his downfall. I loved his videos for years. Two years ago when he started streaming, I immediately knew there would be problems down the road, and I was right. I've gone from giving biblically sound explanations for many teens and young adults, very impressionable age groups, to having what seems like a talk show. He's eating up all the praise from his followers. He won't quit his ministry, though I think he would be wise. He's becoming far too friendly with the world, and I agree with that. 
Um, and this is one of the ones, you know, I won't, I won't continue to read them, but um, I mean, these are the types of comments that we're talking about. And he, quoting him verbatim in one of them, he says, and, and defending the false teachers is the issue too here. He said verbatim, is it sin to be closely associated with false teachers? He asked this question. Was, it, was not Jesus closely associated with the Pharisees? Come check me if I'm wrong, but didn't he even eat, he eat in their homes? Hmm. So you can see where this new video that he's come out with today, Jesus would be a false teacher if he lived, lived among us today, was a result of these things here. And he's pulling out the most elementary arguments. These are, these are the arguments that people used against false teachers on YouTube all the time. So like he, he is actually articulating these arguments now as his own, which is just, it's, it's sad. So it's an, you know, an open rebuke of him. He needs to repent and, and turn back to the truth and, and turn back to the way that, that he knows. And I, I pray that he does, but until then we can't, I can't, I will no longer absolutely recommend him and I, I say that he is absolutely on the road to apostasy. I'm not calling him a false teacher. I'm not calling him not a Christian. I'm not saying any of these things. What I'm saying is that he is traveling down the road to destruction. If he stays on this path, it will destroy him. And I pray that it doesn't. But, I mean, you know, like I said, this, this podcast doing this has sucked. I have not wanted to do this. But this just comes off of almost necessity to speak out and to say something and because I've been directly talking to him. And he refuses to listen to anybody. So if you think that I'm stepping over the line here, again, go read these comments on these videos. See what his own typed words say that himself. He's defending these things. He's being just absolutely will not listen to any legitimate biblical argument that he has given. Not one response, like you said earlier, Heidi. Not one response to any of the legitimate arguments. They've all been either... If you talk about like emotional feelings and things like that, he's all over it. All right? over it, but right. But biblically yeah. going, hey, hey, let's hey, look Hey, brother, this. like, nope. love you, man. What's going on? Nothing. And if he is, it's, please clarify what you mean. You know exactly what I mean. Don't, don't act dumb. You're not. You're far too educated. And if you don't know these things better, then shame on you. You don't deserve to be a teacher in the first place. We don't have to be perfect. And that's the last point that I want to leave off on. One of the points that he makes, oh, so you have correct doctrine. So everything's perfect and, and you have a monopoly on truth. Well, no, I don't. I've, I've certainly grown to greater understanding and, and, and have learned better and, and deeper truths in my teaching through from when I started. Absolutely. As I, you always should as you be always should until be. you die. Like you, should, should always said, be, you should always be growing in your spiritual maturity and your biblical literacy. Any follower every day for all the days you get, right? Right. And I mean, and, and I have been wrong. And guess what? That's not okay. I know I'm not going to be perfect in my doctrine, but like, I, but that's not okay to me to know that I am wrong. 
That's my due diligence to study and to see where I'm wrong and to grow in spiritual maturity. We're not just okay with it like, oh, well, I guess everybody who's wrong is a false teacher. And so, ah, well, we're always, not everybody's going to be perfect. That is the biggest cop-out ever. You know why that's the biggest cop-out ever? Is because Ephesians 4, starting in verse 11, and he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds, and teachers. In verse 12, to equip the saints for the work of ministry for building up the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by the waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness and deceitful schemes. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ, for whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped. When each part is working properly, makes the whole body grow so it builds itself up in love. Where we are to build up, to grow, to, get, to strive for this perfection. We won't reach it, but that's what our standard is. It's not okay to just be like, well, got it wrong. Well, we all can't, we all can't get it right. Are you dumb? What kind of ignorant, stupid statement is that? What kind of cop-out is that? Because we honestly would treat nothing else like that. I want to say so many other words right now other than what I'm going to say. But you know what? Grow a spine, shepherds. Yeah. I want to say something else. And I think that I could probably make a biblical case for saying that what I want to say, but I won't. Let's maybe not but go there. Let's grow a pair. Seriously. And stand firm on truth and stop being such a sissy about hurting people's feelings and calling out false teachers and teachings and quit acting like we don't know solid doctrinal truths. The thing is, is we are afraid to say them. We are afraid to say that it's a heresy to say that you can lose your salvation. We are afraid to say it's a heresy that you must be baptized for salvation. So we go, ah, you know, we can have different. No, you can't. You don't need to be baptized to be saved. It's a result of your salvation. And you can never lose your salvation. And those are only two. But you can be one who walks through thinking that, oh, yeah, yeah, look at me, I'm saved, when you oh, yeah, never actually had it in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Plenty of that. Like, but guess what happens when you stand for, and this is what's hard, and this is what, like, some of the comments you read. I understand Alan supports himself through ministry. Sure. We also support ourselves through ministry. Here's the big difference. Um, this is a podcast and not a video because you don't want to see the room we're in. It's not pretty. It's not <laughs> fancy. Because guess what it means when you go and you serve the Lord? Well, we can even see that through the apostles' lives. Yes, 
Paul was a tent maker and was constantly struggling with like nothing because guess what? When you do this job, it doesn't make you rich. It doesn't afford you a nice home and all of the fancy things and all of the stuff. Sure. There you're, you get what you get and you're thankful for it and you make it work and all of that's totally fine. Like there's nothing wrong with that. But the problem is, is when you see these guys like Alan, right, who they're growing, they're growing, right? Like the fact that you're teaching people how to be Christian influencers, like are, I know he's not talking about biblical discipleship. So what the heck are you doing? Right. You're t- like, how do I succeed on social media as an influencer, but I have a Christian sticker slapped over top. So it's okay. You know what I mean? And so it's like, as you go through all of this and you see the push toward all of this, the merchandising, right? You see like all of Remember, that was my number one concern. It was. It was was. in the beginning. But then it's like, okay, I understand. Like you're just trying to make money and like to support your family. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right? Like we have this conversation all the time when we don't know if we're going to be able to pay our power bill. And we're like, gosh, like, Lord, is there something we can be doing that like can be honoring you, but actually make us some kind of income? Cause it would be nice to have that from time to time. But then we trust that the Lord will provide and never under any circumstance we have walked away. We know that there's a million things we could do to be far more successful, but we would have to compromise. We would have to not stand firm against the things that are wrong and we already could have we already in this oh, we ministry we time. had yeah. one but we had one big opportunity oh yeah we had Huge opportunity one. yeah and we could have taken it and we could have been the the whole you like the whole thing and the book deal and the book and the like the whole deal stuff yeah no, but you would have to compromise. You have to start, com- and that's what it is. You do. You have to start you compromising to because compromise. people don't want to. People don't want you to talk about certain things. You can't say certain things. Yep. Don't talk about this. Don't show that. This doesn't line up with this. You need to go a little bit easier on that. And yes, we're talking about coming from Christian companies, Christian. Yeah, know, this wasn't a worldly things. company. This was no, a Christian no, this company. Is a Christian yeah. thing. And and you have to compromise on these things. So when you start to start seeing these. And that's what it's like unfortunate, but anytime you see a big name YouTuber, Instagrammer, whoever it is, you see a big following, unfortunately, the majority of the time, sure, you've got your few, right? Like there's a few big name teachers that are really solid, right? But whenever, and and nobody's perfect, we're not saying that, but whenever you see these these channels and these things that get bigger like this, that grow up like this, and they haven't been doing it for, you know, 20 years, 30 years, guess what? It's usually because they're choosing to go the route that will lead to the worldly success. And that means that the stuff that leads to the, you know, eternal truth has to start compromising. Every time. Right. The only time I think that it hasn't, and I think who's brilliant and and, and doing it, but and, and even he doesn't have the size of a platform that Alan does, is Spencer. But Spencer's brilliant because what he does is he uses, he speaks about a lot of worldly things and then brings you to his channel and then just absolutely destroys you with truth, with scripture, with you know, knowledge with exposing all of these things, but he does it in a, almost a funny, yeah, sarcastic, yeah. 
way. You get he, any way he goes about but it. But like, yeah, he does. It's so unique. It's 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 really unique how he does it because he he's got that kind of cheesy personality. But then when he when you but get, that's where you see. But that's the difference, right? So he is standing firmly in the truth first, and then yes, like us, we've tried to find ways that we can offer things that if people do want to support us, like here are things you can do. So Spencer Smith, you see ways like there are ways that you can help out and help support. Sure, he's his got ministry, he's got all kinds of merchandise he, and but, stuff. But the standing on truth comes first right and that, and but, and absolutely. That but he uses so, those things that he that he markets to bring you to truth which he he brings you to truth in that and that's so you know it's just it's amazing how he does it and i and and i suppose that that's what alan's goal originally was is to do the same type of thing i think so too and then you just saw where maybe i think when he started it was like he wasn't quite ready yet you know what i mean like started too soon because i remember we first started watching him you were like how long have you been teaching like do you know what you're saying like yeah okay kind of but that's very basic you know and you need to understand a little bit more but um I just don't feel like I'm very educated. And all these people that I know have very good educations from very good seminaries. <laughs> like, and, and all why? of them are just like, I don't know these things. Or like, they didn't well, do their research. Well, but there's research. a difference between having a prestigious piece of paper. There is. And making it the number one priority of your time to study God's there Word in and, and out, back and forth, up and down, side to side. And there's that's a the only. Um, but I think that's what's so unfortunate. I think that in Alan's intentions from the beginning i think they were absolutely pure i think that's absolutely what it was and i think that i hope that he's being convicted as he realizes that the the little voice of success is what's been winning out as he has started all of these classes and these things and all of the stuff and he's gotten so polished and his stuff. Cause it's exciting. The few times, you know, your counts go up and the things happen. Like you're like, Oh my gosh, yes, I'm actually reaching someone. This is great. Like I put so much into this, but when you're willing to compromise, it's not okay. And that's what it's clearly what we see. And there's no, there's no roundabouts. Um, because the, the, the line and, and don't let people pe- the flock is confused on the definition of a false teacher and what constitutes a false teacher. I will, I will give you that. However, the, the flock shouldn't let a teacher, you know, be influenced by, by certain thoughts and feelings like this. That doesn't matter. You have a well, truth Yeah, because if we're confused on what the tr- what a false teacher is, and so our answer is, well, let's just not worry about it so much. Like that's the opposite of what you should do to figure out what you know. Make sure everybody understands what's truth. Well, that's it, you know. And while I'm remembering it, this is Alan's ma- one of his major central points that literally the only thing that constitutes a false teacher is anybody saying that salvation isn't by works. Salvation is by faith. That's that's really what only definition of a false teacher. So anything other be. than that. Anything other than that. Good to go. Don't worry is, about it. Is okay. It'll work itself out. It's pretty much the central point of what he says. What what Bible verse uh, verses? Uh, you know, like, I, what, I'm what not, scriptural context are we using? I, this I from? think he's attempting to try to pull this from like a few different places. I don't know, but I really don't know where this comes from because, I mean. J- 
again, in, in his arguments, his elementary arguments in his video today were just absolutely appalling. But Jesus, I mean, what does Jesus warn? Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, the doctrines, the false teachings, the hypocrisy. What was it? These people were doing, saying one thing and then doing something else. Right. And, but this was, this was gospel truth that, that these people were, were twisting and, and being hypocrites of. And Jesus is like, hey, watch out for them and their teachings. So we can, you know, make that comparison, you know, to like guys like Stephen Furtick, T.D. Jakes, um, you know, Tony, uh, Tony Evans, Evans, Priscilla, Priscilla Schreier. Schreier. Exactly. You know, we make you go to that. And yeah, beware of that. Jesus wasn't aiding to these false teachings. He was saying, watch out from it. It's repeated in the New Testament over and over and over again. We can see exactly what these things are that these teachers were bringing in, these false teachings. Anything that goes against Christ, anything that goes against sound biblical doctrine. So when Steve Furtick in this, well, not even Furtick, this whole new apostolic reformation movement, that whole movement is a heresy. The whole thing. Those are all individual false teachings. Dominionism is a false teaching. Replacement theology is a false teaching. It's all of these different false teachings and, and, and they are all guilty of that. So that makes them a false teacher. And what makes them a false teacher is if they know that they're doing it. They've been corrected in the past. They've been rebuked. And and you can tell that they don't care because this is what they do. They, they just go, well, people are just being mean to me. They're not understanding my point. Not understanding what I was trying to do. No, you're in error and, and the line is not blurred. It's clear. And this is what I was saying earlier. You know, sure, there's there's small things that we don't have to agree on. Somebody, can, you know, I'm not going to, um, you know, even some eschatology we can, you know, in days beliefs that we can disagree on. But a heretic is a heretic no matter what side that it's on and a false teacher is a false teacher no matter what and there's extremes to both of these yeah there's a there's a couple different views but there's really there's one truth and we don't need to be divided by these few different views you know i whether or not you know who wrote hebrews or um you know different things like that like i think you know I think Apollo, somebody else might think Paul, somebody else might think Aquila and Priscilla co-wrote co it, you know, like who, I, I, it, whatever. Okay, so there, but these are very few because our God is not an author of confusion. He gave us everything that we need to be prepared and to be able to, to teach sound biblical doctrine. So there's not any, any, you know, huge question or divide here. We make it. And it's a cop-out to say that, well, you know, different people. No, stop. We need to have more unity. It's not about monopoly on truth. It's about what Scripture says. So, um, 
Again, this is a very unfortunate podcast we had to make. I'm just going to cut it off here because there's really nothing left to be say, said in this. I'm going to leave this alone. I'm going to leave this here. I know those are, uh, uh, you know, my my dying words usually because um, something always usually comes up when I say that. But um, I do. I just want to kind of leave it here. Uh, people can go and look into it themselves, but I certainly am no longer um, recommending him. I am openly rebuking him, and uh, I am praying for him as well that he comes back to truth.